Megan and uh, is day nine of our quarantine in uh, in Jersey City. I uh, hope you're all doing well, staying safe out there. Yeah. Um. Well, we're we're back doing a another update. How are we on 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 day nine? Hanging in there. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to take a lazy day. You're doing a movie marathon. Trying not to be one of those people who feels the need to do all of the things all of the time. Okay. So, you know, did face masks, painted my nails, ate some snacks. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to learn how to relax. Well, I, guess, I thought, you know, we've, we've heard, they know my origin story a little bit, at least with the non-monogamy. And I thought it might be interesting to ask you how you came to be uh, in a polyamorous relationship. Because they don't really know much about you. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I guess I've never really talked about this in yeah. detail. Uh, so you and I have been together like a year and a half, two, two and a half years? Two and a half years. Uh, but you've been non-monogamous for how long? Okay. For almost two years, I believe. Really? Yeah. So why, I mean, how did y'all come to, I guess who brought it up? Like, how'd you come to switch to it so quickly? I think, well, to be honest, I brought it up. And it was definitely something that I thought that would be receptive to. Uh, especially knowing like his history before me he had a couple of partners at the same time nothing serious and before then he was in a marriage for over 10 years mm. and i knew that marriage for him wasn't something that he was inherently looking for again okay. or open to again and i knew for myself I always felt that I had the capability of being polyamorous. How'd you come to learn what poly was? Like, what was the first time you heard that term? Uh, the first time I heard was like, I think when I was 18 or 19, I started learning more about like my sexuality. I started exploring BDSM and those things. And then, you know, after that, I got into, once I started learning about it, I actually ended well, how'd, up- How'd you first learn about it? Like, what, do the you internet. Remember? Yeah. Were you just randomly searching shit? Yeah, I was on Tumblr. Yeah, it was definitely like through Tumblr and like knowing that I was very much into that scene. However, I ended up my freshman year of college getting with somebody for about five years and we were in a monogamous relationship. How was that? It was great, actually, considering that we didn't have any inherently kinky kind of relationships. We're very much monogamous. Mm -hmm. I never felt unsatisfied at that point i knew i was interested in bdsm and we tried a couple of things there definitely was like a passionate power dynamic you're also in your early 20s yeah i'm in my early 20s exactly yeah but it's just kids trying stuff yeah but i always felt like my sex life was good Uh in that relationship Mm -hmm. like i never felt doesn't mean it had to have been bad just meant you know you're all trying things yeah we're trying things we had like you know openness about trying different things within our own relationship we never he never really wanted to open it up to anyone else did you try to no i didn't but i would have been open to it okay yeah after that, got very curious once we broke up. Um, tried all of the things uh, for about two years. Spent my time single, pretty much. Mm. 
and exploring my sexuality, exploring my... What does that mean for you, exploring sexuality? What did uh, that look like? I dated a lot of different people. Did some threesomes, dated some doms, did some dominating myself. Had a lot of like casual encounters, let's just say. I spent two years single and not Doing alone. Not yeah. Alone. Yeah. Okay. Wouldn't commit to anyone. I was one of those people. Sure, but you weren't like going all out like sex party, right? Um, I went to two sex parties. I dated my old boss, mm-hmm. um, who was very much in the swinger scene. And we did a little bit of that together. Uh, as somebody who is exhibitionalist, uh, it was nice to have a partner who was very much into that as well. Why are you giving me a face? Because it's exhibitionist. Oh, I'm sorry, exhibitionist. How did and, and so when you and started dating, was there a spoken of assumption? Was there um a spoken about like agreement about being monogamous, or was it just assumed, or what? Um, we definitely had a conversation because we started off so the way that we start off was he just recently got out of a relationship that he inherently didn't want to be in but the person was very committed to him he wasn't feeling it i was in a very toxic relationship when we met Mm. and it was clear to everyone including me but i felt stuck and so we were friends for the first three months of knowing each other like very good friends and the day after i ended my relationship (laughs) you know kind of confessed his like but obviously because we were both getting out of relationships we kept it casual for the first month Mm -hmm. and a half and i planned on keeping it casual but then i was like oh this man is madly in love with me and were wonderful. you madly in love with him? Not then, but it, into like three months, I definitely developed feelings. Okay. Just because I don't inherently like to date right after getting out of a relationship, especially because I had a good track record before then. And mm. except for this one person, it was an awful relationship. So I was getting out of a very toxic place mm. and like emotionally abusive. So... For me, I didn't try to rush into a relationship and it kind of just happened. So at what point did you two say to each other, like, okay, we're not going to hook up with other people? Uh, Like three months in. We had the like, we are going to be committed to each other. Hmm. And that was working okay and things like that. But I think for me, I was learning more and more about my sexuality and my needs and that I inherently believe that I could have multiple sexual partners. Mm-hmm. And then from that, I developed, I think I, my entire life have been in love with multiple people at the same time. Just never allowed myself to fully explore that. Mm-hmm. Like if I reflect back on my childhood and teenage years and things like that, I was like, I definitely am capable of feeling well, these the, feelings. Then what sparked you know, someone um, approaching the other about opening up. I sparked it and I knew that he would be receptive. You brought it up. It. I mean, like what what sparked actually asking for it? Nothing specific besides the fact that I caught him talking to somebody else. Okay. That was, wasn't available. They lived in Florida and I caught him being flirty and things like that. And I inherently wanted to break up. And then... 
I reflect on myself and I was like, you know what? Like I could be considered doing the same thing. Like I've never physically cheated on anyone, mm. but I definitely wouldn't say that. You like flirted. I'm you know, flirted. It, it happens. Yeah. That's like a, I am a naturally flirty too wrong person. Yeah. And were you living together at this point? No. Okay. And so, and how was y'all's sex life? Like, was it? Good. good. It was good? Yeah, okay. it was good. Yeah, it was still good. But I mean, I, I caught myself talking to somebody who was polyamorous. And then I spent like a week researching what that was and what that was to me like more extensively than I ever did before because I'm a researcher at heart. So mm-hmm. once I decide I'm obsessed with something, I go into it entirely. Right. There's a PowerPoint and, and everything. Yeah, I could have made a PowerPoint. And I was like, I read The Ethical Slut. I like, you know, did a whole bunch of research, um, looked up sex therapists and, you know, sex educators um, decided like, oh, like, you know, so far this makes sense to me because I was ready to be in an open relationship that was just open sexually. But then I was like, I think that that's unfair to me at this point. Because I knew that I could develop romantic relationships with other people. Sure. But I mean, non-monogamy versus monogamy is just an agreement not to act. Like, I mean, just because you're monogamous doesn't mean you stop being attracted to other people. You just agree that we're not going to act upon it. Yeah. But for me, that wasn't working. Okay. Yeah. And why wasn't that working? Was there someone you were fucking in the beginning that you fell for? No, not at all. Actually, the person I fucked with... In the beginning, the first person I had a sexual relationship with was very much like a friendship that became insanely flirty. And I knew we just wanted to have a physical relationship. Mm-hmm. He himself was in a polyamorous relationship. But I knew that like from his, he actually dated one of my friends. And from hearing those experiences, I was like, no, we're just going to fuck. Okay. <laughs> and he was hot. And, you know. It was very good fucking. What was the last? What was it like to, <laughs> the first time you fucked someone outside the relationship? Uh, since that was, I guess, the first time you'd done it in a, uh, it, in a in a consensual manner. I think it was actually really nice to have insanely passionate sex with somebody while not having any romantic feelings towards them and then having romantic feelings towards somebody else. And it was actually really nice being able to go home to and talk to him about it. Mm. You know, and he just was excited that I was having, you know, good sex. Good sex. Yeah. And w- did that rev things up for y'all back home? Like, would you come back from a date and then be super horny to in the fuck beginning? Him? Yeah, in the beginning, he he would be like turned yeah, on that's, by the that's idea. Hot. My turn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was more of that, like, um, ooh, like you just had good sex. I need to prove my worth, kind of thing. Actually, his words. Not yeah, kind of like me doing that Revenge of the Sis show, and immediately afterwards, I'm like. Okay, I need to claim my manhood again. Uh, get yeah. the fuck back on your get on your back. Spread those legs. I'm going it. <laughs> yeah, and I don't ask this, but apparently, just a lot of men in my life feel the need to prove things to me. <laughs> well, you, I don't know if you know this, but you are actually you're level nine. You are yeah, of like of achieving your manhood. Like if if we can handle you, uh, we get to advance because you're. You know, you're a, you're a, a lot in the best ways. Yeah, and, and everyone says that to me. You're a challenge, and uh, if if we can accomplish it, then we can do anything. You're base. You're like New York, but for with sex. Yeah, like my two other casual partners feel the need to remind me of that too. They're like, we don't think we're easily exhausted, but you exhaust us. Right. <laughs> you're exhausting in a great yeah, in and fabulous life. and sexy way. Thank you. Um. So yeah, there's a lot of that because I knew that I didn't need a traditional relationship. Mm-hmm. And I knew that from 
my entire life, but I never found a partner I was comfortable exploring that with. And I knew within because of his history and because I knew that he wasn't somebody I could definitely be serious with. He was somebody I could definitely be serious with, but that like marriage wasn't the goal. Mm. So for that, like for me, marriage was never the goal in my relationships, but I always dated people who were very committed to me. Having somebody I knew that I wouldn't inherently hurt their feelings if I did it correctly was the thing that allowed me to pursue that. And then once I did, I was like, oh, this is how I identify. Uh, and well, you you allude to, you you know, I said, did it spice things up for y'all at home? You said in the beginnings, was there like a drop off? Um, definitely for him. He actually didn't pursue when we opened our relationship and became more polyamorous. He didn't pursue anyone for the next six months. Um, I had a lot of sexual encounters, but I didn't like allow anyone to like fully date me. Mm. Um, just cause I wasn't there and I didn't think I had the capacity at that time. So I didn't want to hurt anyone. So I very much clearly stayed like, Hey, like I'm open for friendship that we have a sexual relationship with as well. Cause I definitely developed a lot of friendships, which was great that I still have, sure. but he didn't, his sexual desire just is completely different from mine. How so? His drive, okay. just his sex drive is I'm just a- lower, lower than mine. Um, okay. So like for him and he felt content in our sex life at that point. So he didn't pursue anyone for a, quite a while while mm. I was, you know, seeing a decent amount of people casually. And and this is some, you know, that you you've talked about before and that we've talked about plenty, but just mm-hmm. the idea of like how did you interpret the lower sex drive? At first, I mean, it it took a little bit to dwindle. Um and for him like we I almost broke up with him at one point because I took it very We talking directly. about this thing we um somewhat recently or yeah. from a while back. Well, from a while back. Like from before me? Yeah, before you. Okay, so yeah, before right me, before there was a fight about the Yeah, and the I sex. took it as like him just not having an urge. And for him, it apparently I learned this after, you know, a year of reassurance that it had nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while to believe him, you know, because when as somebody who has never had that issue where... I've had relationships that weren't working, but the sex was never the issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took a big adjustment for me to be like, oh, this is a very stable relationship. Just our sex lives are very different. So, yeah. But I definitely feel like he is in love with me and wants to care for me and things like that. And it took till, you know, recently still figuring still, still working on it yeah still working on it still and i and i don't mean to like dive too into it um just like you know not trying to like dive into his shit but i only i kind of harp on it because there is a parallel with um us in that uh sometimes we have different sex drives yeah, and definitely. or at least with each other um it's taken a lot to get you to try to believe that it doesn't have to do with you mm-hmm. you know that's been difficult and that was a strain on our relationship as well. I don't know. I guess there's almost a comforting thing to know that it was going on with y'all too, because then it made, it was like, okay, it's not, it, for me, it makes me go like, oh, it's not me. Are you saying it's inherently all me though? No, no. It's like, just the idea is like, it's not like, um, I don't know. It just, it made me go like, okay, like it, I'm not the only one. No, the- you're not the only man <laughs> dealing with the difference in sex drives, I think as well, or a woman or yeah. anyone. 
to be honest. I think we all have different. And for me, it's like I know that I have, especially when I love someone, my sex drive mm. is even increased because that's a way I show my affection and love. Yeah. In that way, like physical touch is very important to me. And it's mm. like when I feel comfortable with someone, it comes out even more so than I would say in casual. And I take it like I approach it differently. Um, but for me, it's like dating two people who don't inherently have a sex drive that matches mine or mm. is more fluctuating definitely has been like a lesson, mm. you know, yeah. for me. And I feel like I'm can be honest and say I'm still working on that. Do you think being um, polyamorous has because the 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 stuff with the, the sex between you and, and that stuff kind of started before the poly, right? Yeah. So do you find that polyamory has improved the sexual relationship you have with? It has not helped or hurt within and I's relationship. Mm -hmm. It has helped me as a whole because I feel like I no longer deny myself wonderful relationships on all fronts. And I feel like I have gained so much love and want and let's say, not even on a sexual spectrum, but for me it's like I'm allowed to do all the things or do nothing. And having that like freedom for me has been really wonderful. And allowing people to just exist within my life. And like I'm not asking anyone to be in it. But I'm open to it. Hmm. And letting people be with me on their terms. So long as there's open communication and understanding. All right. Yeah. All right. And that's how I feel. I think it's been really like peaceful. Just if people want to be in my life, there will be in my life. And that's it. Yeah. Um, babe, do you have any, any self-quarantine tips, tricks, advice, anything you want to share? Creating a safe space, you know, that people are allowed to share any issues, complaints, comments, or requests. Farts. Farts. Definitely farts. You watched me wipe my vagina. I've seen you I do peed. that plenty, right, but <laughs> I've definitely farts. been, I've definitely been looser. Yeah, good. I don't care. All right. You know I don't care. I love you anyways, and I'll play with your butt anyways. I'm going to keep picking my mo's then. That's what I'll do. Yeah. Do you have anything <laughs> you want to say? No, I'm doing good. I'm a little high. I'm looking forward to watching Don't Think Twice right now. Yeah, I'm going to make some pasta soon. Oh, yeah. That's going to be dope. And yeah. uh, and, and I'm glad we got to have some good cums. We just had a, yeah. a fuck. I was like, hey, you want to go, Mike? And you were like, I'm going to masturbate first. And he's like, I'm going to join you. I'm just going to come over. Yeah. And, I, and then slip it in you. And then I realized, oh, the Hitachi's doing all that like hard work that I sometimes don't have the energy for. Uh, let me do the dick part right now. I can, yeah. do the, I can do the penetration part. Let me do, oh, I can. Did you I like can, the penetration part? Yeah. Though? I was like, you know, if there's anything I can do, it's I can put my penis in a vagina, thrust and repeat. Yeah, uh, and the Hitachi did all the stuff that like would make me a good lover, and I thought that was great. <laughs> I thought that was a fantastic way to come. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed some like just thrusting. Yeah, yeah, you're a good thruster. Well, it's Those a good arms. Mm. Like mm. <laughs> we flex on you. <laughs> Corona cast. <laughs>
Corona cast. Let's go. So, how do you feel about uh, have the? Uh, what, <laughs> I'm a little high. How's it make? <laughs> <laughs> you can't even look at me. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I've got the eye contact down so far. I'm a little terrified from here. Okay. okay. What are you asking? How does it make you feel to order food with me? Anxious. Like, how was that whole experience just now? It's for a you? bit. It's a definitely more work than I've ever had to do ordering food because, like, I like such different food from you. And I know that we can find common ground in like Italian, but like the only thing I don't want right now is Italian. And I just wanted like a salad. And I also wanted like Indian food. And I was like, there's no way anything on an Indian menu is going to have anything that you will like. And then I was like, oh, maybe we could do Korean fried chicken. And you're like, no, no Asian. No. And I was like, God fucking damn it. And then I saw Spanish and then you were like, oh, I just eat the meat and the taco. And I was like, that's not going to be enough for you. And that's unfair to order from because I want you to have like filling food. I, I, and you it's know a what, lot. It's a lot. You know what I like more than all of the things, all the food? What? Is it like not My being, pussy? <laughs> <laughs> I like not being fussed over. You're not being fussed over. If we could order from like, like different places, I wish that they could give that an option on you Uber. Misunderstand. When I say, I mean like when you say I'm worried about you not having enough, I prefer when people aren't worried about it. Yeah, but I love you and you're staying with me and I want, that's something that I should be allowed to worry about. Let's just say that I am definitely getting enough calories in a day, every day. Okay, all right, well. It makes me you have a weird see someone thing anxious. with food. Right, so you know what makes, like it feels weird for me to have that thing too. So the only way it makes it weirder for me is when other people are being weird and acknowledging the weirdness. If you allow my weirdness to just be, if I like, if I went to like a, if I go to like a family dinner yeah, and I really don't like what's being served mm-hmm. and I grab like a piece of bread and that's all I have, I want the whole table to just be okay with that. But like my background I get Sadly, that. This is me telling you directly. The case. And like for me, it's like I don't bother you about your weird, let's call it weird food hangups, unless it's me finding us something to eat, okay. which I don't mind doing. I don't bring it up otherwise. Because I'm like, you are allowed to have your own neurosis and I shouldn't put onto you my belief system about your body because it is in fact your body. I just want to make sure that you get food that you like and that will be sustainable enough for you <laughs> because I love you. <laughs> okay, baby? You look very cute right now, even though you're wearing the same exact clothes as yesterday. <laughs> but I love Time you. is, is, is irrelevant. no longer going to matter. <laughs> Time it's is a, irrelevant. It's a flat circle. Oh, do you, I got to put the clothes in the dryer. Okay. Good reminder. Any other, anything else you need to know? I'm excited for my tuna ta-ta, baby. Bloosh. That's what she calls her pussy. Corona cast. <laughs> sure, you love the Man Whore podcast, but are you an official fan whore yet? 
Because right now, over 200 whoreheads are connecting in our private Patreon communities like The Champagne Room and The Peep Show. You can join us today for as little as $2 to meet a ton of like-minded, sex-positive friends. And fuck, don't we need some of that right now? You'll also gain access to behind-the-scenes content and bonus episodes. Join us today at patreon.com slash podcast. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash podcast. Plus, with with Megan and I all cooped up, we've had a ton more time to take some sexy pictures for my patrons. Now let's get back to the show. Not hot. <laughs> You're very hot. Ah, thank you. Even if you have lipstick on your teeth right Good. now. <laughs> Who do I have to impress? You? <laughs> Corona cast. Oh, hold on. I have you too hot. Too hot, baby. You are too hot. Okay. Too hot. Corona cast. Hey, everyone. It's Billy. And Megan. And we are back. Is day 12 of our quarantine. And Billy showered today. I did. So good. Good stuff. The first first time in a few days. Gonna be Um, honest. Yeah. I had to be like, honey, you've worn the same outfit for three days. I know that like we're at home not seeing people, but like. I have to see you and smell you. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not the clothes as much as the me showering. Yeah, yeah. I'm not utilizing the clothes enough to dirty them. It's a matter of uh, yeah, that's true. Cleaning this dirty dick of mine. D- dirty dick. Dirty. I gave dirty. you. I gave you some dirty dick at some point. <laughs> when was that? Monday. Probably Sunday. Uh-huh. <laughs> we got to stop eating all the snacks. <sighs> <laughs> so difficult but um yeah. time for a little check-in how, how are you doing what are your thoughts and feelings and vibes give me the good give me some bad i mean last week i was hanging in there pretty well in general and this week i think the not working is finally hitting me mm-hmm. on a more somber note um as somebody who is an extrovert and a workaholic this is kind of like it's wonderful to spend time with you guys and it's wonderful to have time to like clean my house and put up artwork I haven't put up yet and like dust things because I hate dusting. But at the same time, it feels like for me, I am such a just like nonstop want to be making money, you know, like feeling proactive kind of person. And now I have like one more route to clean i like don't have any jobs currently i'm like trying to make a media kit i'm trying to see if i can like guest write on some stuff if if y'all don't know this uh megan is what we would call a an influencer oh god that's why she's talking about epks and yeah writing and such yeah which i haven't really you know expanded on i i like to write for brands i don't inherently like to write for my personal brand what would you like Um, to write if you uh if someone was like hey we're gonna give you money to write stuff what do you want to write i definitely think i would like to write like about like the fat experience um increasing like social awareness wait are you fat i don't know am i (laughs) i don't know (laughs) But like, it's one of many things that I am. But at the same time, I like to like write about current climate and fashion. I'd like to write about like socioeconomical things. Mm. And, you know, I went to business school and I feel like I could combine a lot of my interests and background. 
And, you know, for me, it's like having that creative outlet is really important along with profitability. Mm, Like that's my like golden spot is like being able to be creative while still having money in. And that's where I need to work on while my business is on hold. (laughs) Because my business is very lucrative. It took a lot of time. And now I'm like, well, I have free time, but it's also kind of scary that I don't have that money coming in, Mm -hmm. even though I'll be okay. Are we allowed to mention OnlyFans? Yeah, go for it. Well, you did start an OnlyFans. I did start as an did, OnlyFans. I'm sure a record number of people in one weekend. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, it's like I already take so many photos, and I enjoy. I actually prefer if you want to start an OnlyFans, I'd love to be your photographer. I actually uh, prefer taking photos of other people. Funny enough. I mean, look, a, a, a Billy Presida OnlyFans is <laughs> just moments and. A few free financial freakouts away. So yeah, don't worry. There we go. Support your favorite content workers. Yes. Even if you don't inherently go there for sexual purposes or stimulation. Well, we all know that. Support. We all know Man or Podcast fans come to this show for sexual stimulation. Oh, yeah. I'm going to send them a video after this <laughs> that I took for my OnlyFans. You guys get it for free. Mm. Fall free? Except one of your fans did follow me. So I'm like, should I send him extra stuff? I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, well, <laughs> like <out> bonuses. <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks for following you and I. And apparently he loves my Instagram. And I was like, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, but we'll see. So and then uh, how, how are you in terms of the the quarantine? Like, uh, can we, if we can do an update, just because I was editing yeah. yesterday, the sec- the part two of our Corona uh-huh. cast. Uh, and in it, you were talking. We talked about more of um, kind of the fight before the quarantine. Yeah. So, wh- how are y'all two doing? I think we're actually doing really good. It looks like um, it from my end. Yeah, like I think for me, like the important thing is keeping status quo and making sure that everyone is feeling comfortable and content. And like you know, if we need to have a talk after this, we definitely can. But at this point, like I'm very content about the dynamic after romantically. The quarantine, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But as of now, I'm like, everything feels like it's working and everyone's being friendly and, you know, respecting each other. And I'm still having fun. And I like, I feel like I am nervous, but it has nothing to do with my relationships right now. It has everything to do with my professional and, you know, and it's my dad's birthday. I gotta, you know, I wish I could go see him. Mm. But, you know, I have three little siblings, so I don't, I don't know if it's good to, like, go expose them or not. Well, I guess they're, like, 13, 11, 11, but, you know. How do you, when you're trying to make sure everyone's feeling calm and comfortable, how do you do that um, without it being at the cost of yourself and your own calmness and comfortability? I definitely think knowing when I need me time and feeling like I am doing things like on my own, like the cleaning and like having set, like I make a list of things that I want to do every day. And it's like that for me is focusing me time. And then I will check on both of you and make sure I spend like my nights hanging out Mm. With either of It's just wild because so many people, that list is jerk off, jerk off, jerk off, call mom, jerk off, jerk off. Yeah, I do have to call my dad though. (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, for me, that's just not cohesive. You know, like I want to finish my media kit today and like I want to keep posting on OnlyFans and like, you know, try to get those people who want to see me maybe half naked Yeah. or just support me. You know, even if you don't want to see me naked and you like my work. Uh, I mean, if you just, just (laughs) let me throw this out there. I'm still cute. You could just look at my face. Well, just so we can be financial wise about this if you want to just support someone uh and you don't care about the content on an only fans or a patreon then just like venmo or cash yeah up money. yeah don't give the up. those other companies do not need that you know Extra whatever cut the, whatever percentage yeah, i don't even know what the cut is they have 
Um, um, like for Patreon, I'll take the other 10 to 12%. Thank you. But true. I enjoy having members because I do enjoy giving you a membership experience. And if you enjoy the actual things on Patreon, then I enjoy giving that percentage for the infrastructure. So don't feel bad and that you're on Patreon. for money. It feels yeah. like an actual exchange of gifts and services. Yeah, yeah. So I don't yeah. mind in exchange, you know, whether it's OnlyFans or Patreon or whatever, it's okay for them to have a cut. I'm saying if you just really couldn't give two shits about getting anything in yeah. return, just ask for just a Venmo. <laughs> just give us, ask for the cash up, ask for the PayPal, you know. But I'm glad that things with you are going well. Um, that, yeah. sounds, that sounds good. It, it, it good. looks good from my end. Like, I wouldn't know that there was any disgruntlement by being a fly on the wall in this apartment. Mm -hmm. No, I could definitely see that. Now, it, How are it, you feeling? Uh, you know, I'm just staying up B and keeping busy. You, you have a bunch of work, so that's, like, good. I've been either working or being high and refreshing Twitter a lot. That's yeah. what I've been doing a lot yeah, of. Yeah, that's basically been you. And that's okay. Also, we've been doing those uh, Patreon, like... Um, Activities. Activities. Yeah, yeah. And those have been activities. really fun. The trivia, the Billy trivia was actually great. And I'm going to do it again. Uh, Can we do it where it's not centered around you? No, no. Yeah. It's going to be <laughs> Billy trivia. This freaking dude. But it's not all just about like Billy or the Man or Podcast. It would be like, Billy's a Jets fan. Now here's a Jets related question. Uh -huh. Or still, like still a Kevin you. Smith. Yeah. No, it's always going to come back to me. <laughs> But like uh, one of the questions, which uh, I loved because no one really, no one got the answer, but it allowed me to have a little teaching moment, share something that's okay. special to me. Like I Teach love, us, baby. I love New York City and I live in Bushwick and Bushwick is one of the six original villages that made up the original Dutch like city colony. of Brooklyn. Yeah. Or colony mm -hmm. Brooklyn, um, of old Brooklyn. And so I said, name one of the other five original Dutch villages and no one got it, but then it allowed me to like share that little fun tidbit with people. So yeah, uh, patrons. Uh, and then uh, the winners uh, got a $20 Uber Eats gift card because that's the business they chose to to use it with. And they're nice. Canadian. So actually my $20 American is going to go like further for that. How much further do we know? I, I heard it's like 70 cents on the dollar. So oh, wow. if I like if I got them a $20 Canadian gift card, it would have been like cheaper for yeah. me. But I gave them the full 20 American. I'll let the banks figure out how much they get. Um, yeah, so that that was fun. Um, I'm doing okay in terms of the relationship stuff. I think uh, I'm still trying to be mindful of making sure you feel adored and desired. Mm -hmm. Even if I'm not physically – even when we don't fuck, I still want to make sure you feel yeah. like I – I definitely I enjoy, that way. Okay. So like there's – A little cute making out this morning. Making even out. Even though I had gross breath. Yeah. And had to pee. <laughs> well, I mean, it was like. <laughs> that's not you. That's me. Uh, yeah. But also like my body smelled gross. It, I'll put it this way. When we were making out, if you had tried to fuck, I would have been like, babe, we're I love gross. you so much, but we both stink. Yeah. Like and we're gross. But I don't mind that. I'm like, let's be gross together. If, you know shower. what? If, if the world continues to deteriorate where like shower daily yeah. showers aren't possible like yes i'm gonna fuck you with my gross dick and your gross pussy i don't mind <laughs> but for a while we still have the still ability have that vagina wash yeah pH while, balance while we still have the uh, <laughs> hygiene i'd like to avoid sex that makes me smell weird things um okay but yeah no so i'm feeling good i just want to make sure you're you know Look, my 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 mo with a significant other is to make sure they're good. Yeah, we're That's definitely what caregivers. Makes me good. Yeah, yeah, both of us. But you keep getting hung up on like, but are you good? I was like, because it's, I'm doing the same thing to right. you, boo boo. My goodness is, um, I would say your yours your happiness comes with more strings than mine. I think. Okay. You know, 
Well, for example, you were like, you need to feel sexually desired. I already feel sexually desired. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does. And yeah, any, anything else? Any, anything else we should be thinking about? Any any tips or tricks for being quarantined? Oh my gosh. Well, you, it's just like when you smoke, you get so high. Yeah. It's hilarious. Anything you do, though, it's like two it's drinks. It's hilarious. I know. I'm so funny. <laughs> You're like the biggest <laughs> lightweight I've ever met. <laughs> mm-hmm. Keeps me cheap. Keeps you cheap. You're a cheap date. I you am. really are. Besides the $200 steaks. Mm. Oh, I want steak. Should we take out steak to defrost? Not today. Not to cook today. No, cook tomorrow. I'm down. Okay, I'll All do right. that. Well, we're gonna defrost some steaks. Do you have any uh, imp- last words? Um, masturbate a lot. Don't go see people. Just masturbate. Just you know, support your content creators. Watch some porn. Pay for some of your porn. As New York City um, says, you are your safest sexual yeah, partner. you are your safest sexual partner right <laughs> I now. Show, I showed you that, right? The New yeah, York City. Yeah, you did. It was great. <laughs> um, you know, like, be mindful of that. And sadly, you know, after all of this, maybe we'll throw a party. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yay. But uh, stay safe out there. Uh, Megan, where can people follow you? What do you want to plug? You can follow me at Miss Giggles, M-S-G-I-G-G-G-L-E-S. Or if you want to, you know, look at me a little bit more openly. (laughs) It's not anything too crazy. Like for me, I model and I model nude and I do artwork so like we showing it. it's me arts, nudes. it's you yeah arts, like it's showing me nudes, nude is babe, not a big you're still, deal it's still porn yeah uh, it's shush so that i'm on that fat babe on only fans if you're into that kind of stuff i just did it so now i'm like plugging it yeah <laughs> at that fat babe yeah uh, you all know my my social media handles are in the show notes of this episode and if you want to uh, join up on patreon that's going to be down in the show notes as well do you want to count us down? Three, two, one. Corona, Corona cast. cast. Oh, that was so good.